Pickaxe. everybody and welcome back to a new episode of well so i always say new anyway new episode of video game movie podcast starring myself rory jocelyn of cyberpunk studios and with me is jamie evans of impala films say hello jamie i'm not drunk you're drunk uh, yeah exactly i'm not drank uh <laughs> i'm not drunk laddie now just just this is kind of breaking a little bit because this is actually our new year's episode so happy new year everyone Whoa, 2023 Hooray. the year of impala films. 2022 is next year. We're in 2021, aren't we? Dear Lord, maybe I am drunk. <laughs> My God, you fool. Well, now now officially you're doing nothing next year because 2023 is the year of Impala Films. Yeah, cool. So <laughs> next year's another prep year. I'm fine with that. Hey. Anyway, this is, even though it's technically our New Year's, we are kind of me and Jamie, because it's our last meet up before his birthday which is only in a few days time we are enjoying his birthday with a few alcoholic tipples whoop, whoop, whoop. which which may or may not impact <laughs> what we're doing the slow march of time is inevitable and unstoppable Rory. yes you don't drop your glasses you old man before we get started proper on this episode uh please follow us on all of our social medias which you can find at cyberpump film or you can put yes his teeth are gummy we'll get to that in a minute <laughs> And where, where, where's your uh, Twitter handle? Uh, the Impala Films one or my personal one? Impala, go with Impala. Uh, it's at The Impala Films. There you go. And if you want to, please help us share this podcast because we need as many listeners as possible just because we want to feel like we aren't wasting our time and we do love having a bit of banter back and forth. And as part of that, please join our Discord. In order to reach our Discord or find all of the different links to different ways you can listen to the show, which includes iTunes, includes Google Music, includes Amazon Music, includes Spotify and Podbean, and you can find the Discord link there and our RSS feed, please go to www.vgmovie.co.uk. Oh. Is there an app? No. It's 2022, don't you think it should be an app? Or you built the <laughs> fucking app. <laughs> so today's episode, we uh, because we started the... the He's gone off on one, ladies and gentlemen. We've lost him. No, I'm giving him it's a hint. that is dead, Jim. I'm giving him a hint. Oh, okay. Oh, of course you are. Yeah. Was I humming it badly? Yeah, very badly. You got what I was humming, though, right? Yes, yeah. it was Sonic... You know, you, know, you can't use that. Yeah, you can't use that song. It's copyrighted Masato Nakamura. Who in the blue hell is Masato Nakamura? He's the guy who did the music for Sonic One and Two. Don't act like that's common knowledge. It's that common knowledge. No, and the, the no, whole... no. It's common knowledge for people who are hardcore supersonic fans. Now I'm a Sonic fan, but you're a hardcore supersonic fan. Yes. Well, because you actually organise events about Sonic. I used I've never organised an event. I about used to. Sonic. I, I'm trying to get this out here because because the guy who owns it gets pissed off that I actually say that I had anything to do with it. So yeah, oh, shit, I know. Sorry. I know. I get in trouble for saying that I did something I legitimately fucking did, and that there's actually video of. But never mind. Let's ignore that for the time being. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, didn't mean to bring that up. Oh, I, I am wounded. So this is the. 1996 movie of Sonic the Hedgehog. Ain't no Jim Carrey in this one. No. Now, just to verify something quickly, this is called Sonic the Movie, colloquially in the West. It's actually called Sonic the Hedgehog, but whatever the fair. Either way, it wasn't a movie originally. This came out as a movie, in quotation marks, in 1999 in the West, but was actually produced in 1996 in Japan. 
And so it was before the art style change of Sonic Adventure in 1998, mm. which is so why Sonic still got his shorter spikes here. He's a bit well, he's ro- more rotund. Yes, yeah, so and he hasn't got his green eyes yet. Yes, uh, and so a lot of the design choices, and we'll go through those as we go through the film. It has a lot more in common, certainly with Sonic CD and Sonic Three, specifically Sonic Three for Knuckles and a couple of the other segments, and Sonic CD. He didn't have with- a hat in Sonic Three. No, he didn't. We'll come to where the possible origins of that hat are in a bit. However, this was actually a mini-series of two episodes designed to be a pilot so that we, you know, for a new Japanese anime series of Sonic that never kicked off. And in the West, they basically just smushed them together. I'm not sure if you noticed, but there's a very obvious line, like a very obvious end of part one and beginning of part two. Yes. And that's clearly where part one ended part two began one last thing before we begin as well is because some people won't give a toss about this but i know you would jamie being a horror fan and all edwin neal who is the voice of dr robotnik and the president played the hitchhiker in 1974's texas chainsaw massacre so just so you know whenever you say texas chainsaw massacre you have to say it like this the texas chainsaw massacre You'd you'd understand that if you'd have seen it, but... Okay, I haven't. Yeah, one Um, day, one day I'll show it to you. One day I'll be a man. Controversial opinion, (laughs) controversial opinion, it's not that good. Oh! The original Texas Chainsaw Massacre is not that good. So, you don't call it the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, you say, the not very good Texas Chainsaw Chainsaw Massacre. Massacre. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, anyone who gets pissed off with that, I have not watched it, I'm just joking. No, come blame me, but you'll have to join Discord to do it. (laughs) Yeah. Get on the Discord and tell Jamie he's a boob. And then join me in telling Rory why he's wrong that Super Mario Brothers is any good. (gasps) Yeah, alright. If it gets people on the Discord, why not? Tell me I'm wrong, Batchaz. Anything for the Discord. Your mum's in the Discord. Anyway, I don't know where that I, came from. I think my mum knows what Discord is. <laughs> I've, had sure. t- I've had too much drink. I'm not sure my mum knows what a podcast is. Your mum's a podcast. Yeah, we're going old school on this, Jamie. My time machine works. It's 2003 again. Do you want to know something really weird? Now, that, considering we're talking about Sonic and in, in relation Sega. Yeah. So we're both Sonic fans, aren't we? Yes. We should be clear on that. Yes. I uh, like Sonic. I'm a big Sega fan. I, I know you're a fan of Sega. First video game I ever played was Sonic the Hedgehog. I'm building a web browser called Dream Arena 3 for the Sega Dreamcast. Nice. Uh, and as part of that, I've got people working with me doing most of the coding side of it. I'm doing the website coding, and it looks really different to any other website. It's really visual. So uh, if anyone wants to check out Dream Arena 3, please do. You, you, I think you'll like what you see. But the point is, is in the development of this, the coder guys have figured out a way to connect the Dreamcast to Discord using the official Sega browsers. Oh. So when we eventually release Dream Arena 3... You'll be able to connect to the Discord and chat in the Discord on your Dreamcast. Will I be able to do it through my ReDream emulator? I mean, not that I emulate. Emulation is wrong. Currently, no. However, I think it's because at the moment, I don't think the ReDream emulator connects to the internet, but you can do it on the Flycast emulator. Not that anyone emulates the Dreamcast. Sidebar while I pour you another drink. Yep. For the audience, I'm wondering what I'm drinking. This is bourbon. I'm a bourbon fan. Uh, sidebar, seeing as we've covered Super Mario and Sonic now, yep, we can all agree that Sonic would annihilate Mario in a fight, right? Well, I suppose Super Smash Brothers is meant to be the defining part of that, I suppose. 
Is there a canon of Super Smash Bros? It's not a canon, no. It's just an offshoot game series. But you can play as Sonic in some of them. Yeah. And obviously Mario's in all of them. But Sonic would annihilate Matt. Mario is an overweight plumber. Sonic is the fastest hedgehog on Earth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean... And he can do Super Sonic. <laughs> you know Super Mario oh wait <laughs> I mean Mario is Super Mario by default well, can, <laughs> can we at least agree Tails beats Luigi I think yeah I'm trying to think so who would be the equivalent of so obviously Tails is Luigi so, when Knuckles... I was younger Knuckles is Peach he <laughs> <laughs> so, knocked the bitch out <laughs> when, when I was younger there was a website called Newgrounds.com I realised yes, I was way off topic I know Newgrounds and they had a great Sonic v Mario animation there was hundreds of Sonic v Mario cartoons oh yeah and whoever you preferred you made them win and the best Sonic v Mario animation I ever saw was Sonic and Mario and they're fighting each other to the death he turns super Sonic Mario does some power up and they beat each other bloody right so they're both like they go back to their normal forms and they're like covered in blood and they're like I must keep going cut to the sky Tails flies in with a giant missile labelled big fucking nuke <laughs> and he drops it on them both and Tails wins <laughs> <laughs> anyway enough. let's go back to this atrocious movie sure I can't believe you say that it's a great film anyway so we just said about the guy from Texas Chainsaw yes. playing so, another thing to bear in mind as well, this film takes place, South Island's mentioned as one of the one of the islands, but in general it's taken place on Planet Freedom. Freedom! Now, Planet Freedom is made up exclusively for this film slash miniseries, it's not There's actually a lot of stuff games. made up exclusively for this. Yes, there is, and we'll get to those as well. However, a lot of people go, well, it's meant to be set on Mobius. However, Mobius was only in the Western games. Canonically in Japan, the series has always been set on Earth. Mm. The same way as canonically in Japan, Robotnik has always been Dr. Eggman. Mm. And in the Japanese script, Robotropolis is actually called Eggman Land. Yeah. So, because obviously he is Eggman in Japan, not Robotnik. I think they kind of hint that his name is Robotnik, but they don't really give a shit about it. And the same is that Mobius is never referenced. So, apart from the Mobius strip in Sonic 2, which is the official name of the Twister, there's so like the little Twister in is the, Emerald Hill. You know the whole origin story where Dr. Robotnik was originally a good scientist called Ivo Kinterbor, yep. which is obviously an anagram of Robotnik. Yep. Is that exclusively a um, Western development? That's then? exclusively a Fleetway Comics thing, I think. Because I read a novel years and years ago. Actually, I've seen that a couple of times in Sonic Media, but I think it started in Fleetway Comics. Oh, okay. It's, it's I think, more of a British thing. It may have been in the American comics as well, mm. but I don't know that for definite. Interesting. As far as I'm aware... so. Th- when it comes to the comics, obviously the UK had Fleetway Comics. We also had a couple of unique annuals. I've got one, um, but I don't I don't think that goes into Kinterbore. But Fleetway Comics definitely did. So we had our own comic series, and we had a few annuals. I'm sure they had some annuals in America as well. But America had Sonic the Comic. No, we had Sonic the Comic. They had Sonic the Hedgehog, which was an Archie comic. Or they used to call it Sonic Archie or Sonic Comic or whatever the fuck. In America, they do whatever. But the American Sonic comic, I believe, is the longest-running single comic. Uh, It has now ended, but I think it went for about 25, 26 years. Wow. So it went for a long time. Uh, But that was a completely... That was not connected to the game, so sometimes they touch on game story arcs. Fleetway did the same. It had its own canon, but every now and then it would touch on the game storyline. 
storylines. I remember them doing Chaos before I ever played Sonic Adventure. I mm. read the Chaos storyline. Chaos has got quite the different origin story in Sonic the comic. Yeah, so you'd have different writers and different art, like different writers usually create new stories based on the same thing. Like Super Sonic was almost an evil entity in mm. the Fleetway comics, where as opposed to the fact that Sonic is always fully in control of himself as Super Sonic well, in the this, canon. This is one point where I do think the game's missed a trick. So in the Chaos storyline in the Sonic the comic, the way that is solved is Super Sonic dives into perfect chaos and basically absorbs all the chaos energy okay. and then splits and becomes basically evil, like pure evil. Right. And when you did the last story on Sonic Adventure and you're supersonic and he's perfect chaos and you have to go inside him, don't you, to hit yeah, him? Yeah. I thought they were going to do that. I was Instead, like, you just punch him in the brain. I was like, worse. yeah, I was like, holy shit, are they about to do evil supersonic and then that would be Sonic Adventure 2. Yeah. And I would have liked that. Which they but kind of did, they did, but Shadow. just not a supersonic. Yeah, they just went, hey. There's a guy called Shadow, and apparently, sorry, sidebar no, no, again, no, this will go. happen a lot because of the booze. <laughs> um, by the way, in Sonic Adventure 2, which is a great game, don't get me wrong, but every single character in that needs to go to Specsavers, because they all see Shadow and they're like, Sonic? He looks nothing like Sonic! Yeah. His yeah. spikes point the different way. He's oh, we can't say that. <laughs> yeah. He's got yeah. I mean, he has a different pigmentation. He's a different colour completely, isn't he? He's red. Yeah, he's got the red bits. <laughs> yeah, Sonic doesn't have the red bits. He's got fur on his chest as well, hasn't he? Yes, he's got the big white bushy he's, fur. Thing. Yeah, and so, whereas Sonic's got bare chest, he's just nude. <laughs> Sonic's metrosexual. He waxes. Yeah, yeah, mate. He must hang on. If Shadow's furry and Sonic's bare, it must mean Sonic waxes. Mm. Or is it that meant to or be... Or Sonic's too young? Sonic's only yeah. 16, isn't it? Yeah, that's true. Sonic's 16. Tails is 12. There you go. I don't know about you. I had a full beard at 14. I did not have a full beard at 14. Yeah. <laughs> that is weird. Yeah. Puberty <laughs> bitch slap to me. Like I, I told you you should have been having bourbon from the age of eight. No wonder yeah. you full hey, beard you, at 14. Hey, you tried growing up in Mansfield with no alcohol. <laughs> Good point. Good point. Okay, let's start the story. But it's bad. Well, we've got to do it. That's what people want to listen to. So Sonic's chilling on a beach. No, 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 eating... no. Let's do this properly. Okay. Oh, oh, we're doing the little precursor we're bit. Do... Yeah, so... Where Eggman's blatantly like, mwahaha. Yeah, yeah. So he's doing his mwahaha. And we see Hyper Metal Sonic's body. I hate the name Hyper Metal Sonic. Right, thank it's you. It's clearly meta- Metallics. Metallics. Or... Well, it's Metallics in Fleetway, but actually it's... His whole design is based on Metal Sonic from Sonic, Sonic CD. Yeah, who I've always called Metallics, because I call this Metal Sonic in Sonic 2, I call that Metal Sonic, Yes, and then that's, the, the blue fancier yeah. one I call Metallics. Because you've got Metal Sonic, Silver Sonic, you've got Hyper Metal Sonic in this, and you've got the Metallics, but the Metallics were actually only named that in Knuckles Chaotix. I see. So, yeah, so the official name of the Met- uh, Metalix in Sonic CD is just Metal Sonic. I'm going to sidebar you again, I'm sorry. We're sidebarring all over the show. Because <laughs> I, I was just about to start singing the Team Chaotix song. Oh, okay. Can we just take a moment to appreciate that no matter how bad the Sonic games get at times, the music's always some top-notch, cheesy rock. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I literally have the soundtrack of Sonic games on my phone, I'm not... Embarrassed oh, yeah, no, that. of course not. Especially Adventure 1 and Adventure 2. You've got to have some Crush oh. 40 in your mix, my friend. Man, Crush 40. Man. Open your heart. And you will sing. Live and learn. No, I can't be bothered. I want to fly high. <laughs> I yeah. want to fly high. That's, that's not Crush 40, but yeah. No, I know, but it's still a good song. Yeah, that's true. That's true. 
I don't know, actually. <laughs> what does that thing get so penis? All right, fair enough. <clears throat> so, yeah, we open up with Hyper Metal Sonic's body inside of this kind of orb thing, a silhouette of obviously Eggman going, expositioning all over the place, uh, yeah. expositioning. Uh, all I need is the personality the data. Yeah. Uh, we then get glam shots of the sky, South Island, Old Man, who, by the way, we'll call him Old Man for the rest of this because that's his name, but he is an owl. Mm. He is one of the first characters we see that is unique to this. He was not in any yeah. of the games. Man, I was scratching my head watching this because I was like... I don't remember Old Man. I was like, I don't remember him. Yeah, no, he's unique for this. Can we just point out what Sonic's house is quickly? We will do... That's actually my next bit. So okay. we see the floating island in Sonic's home. Sonic's home includes human space debris. So we see there's Voyager 1 probe in there. I believe it's Apollo 13 sticking out of it. There's several satellites and trains. And there's a part that resembles the USS Enterprise. I'm saying the Enterprise is there. Yeah, it, it's kind of a slightly bastardised version, mm. but that's probably for legal reasons. Yeah. You know what would make this film funnier? If Sonic spoke like James T. Kirk. <laughs> Damn it! Eggman, I must stop you. <laughs> I must stop Dr. Robotnik. There's... <laughs> <laughs> it would be better than his actual voice, and we'll get to the voices in this is only why we five need to, seconds. This is why we need to do our Star Trek versus Doctor Who podcast, just as an excuse to do. Oh, the, mate, uh, just as an excuse to do William Shatner impersonations. Doctor Who, <laughs> I will kill you, Daleks. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we've got. Let's talk about the voice actors because get it over and done with. <sighs> we first see to hear Tails' voice actor. Now, Tails' voice actor, here's the irony, for me at least, Sonic's voice actor starts off okay and degenerates quite quickly, and by the second half, any quality of voice acting is gone. Tails' voice actor starts off terrible, uh, really noticeably bad, sort of gets acceptable enough in the second half, like enough that I can tolerate it. I can't tolerate Sonic's voice in the second half, but I can tolerate Tails's. Tails's voice actor came to work with a cold. Absolutely. Sonic! Hey, Sonic! It's like, dude, blow your fucking nose! Yeah. <laughs> Sonic! I finally finished it! See, isn't it great? It's a jet-propelled bodyboard. Shut up, Dale! Hey, don't you know you should be isolating if you've got symptoms of a cold? Exactly, bloody hell. Wearing a mask, probably. In Japan, probably, yeah. probably sound like you've been ball-gagged, though. It gives the wrong impression. Oh, imagine if Tails sounded like Bane. Hello, Sonic! <laughs> we must defeat Dr. Robot. We must defeat the tornado and attack Robotropolis. You, you merely adopted the rings. I was born in... <laughs> <laughs> Molded by them. That's brilliant. So, yeah, the voice acting from Sonic and Tails specifically, we'll get to the others as we meet the characters, is pretty turd. Well, Sonic's voice acting. <laughs> and to be fair, I looked this up and I feel, you know, I hope people understand that we, we're just jesting on this podcast. Like, we hope we're not insulting anyone or offending anyone or anything like that. Sonic's voice actor... So I was listening to it, and I was like, this dude is southern as shit. Yeah. So I looked him up, and he is Texan. And I was like, that makes so much sense, because this is the most Texan man on the planet. The, the fact I that was, he's hiding his Texan voice, and you can tell he's Texan. I was expecting Sonic to yell out yee-haw at some point. <laughs> like, there is a bit where he rides one of Robotnik's missiles. Yes. And I was like, he should totally be like, yee-haw! Oh, Christ. Recreate the scene from Doctor Strangelove. Oh, what a scene, though. Yeah, uh, yeah. Tails goes bodyboarding. 
and Sonic doesn't want to bother, he just wants to chill on the beach. And no Sonic- chili dog, I was disappointed by that. No, but to be fair, that's not in the canon, that's from the it American... It's in Generations. Yeah, it, they adopted it later. You'll find that... They really Sonic adopted Adven- the chili dogs. <laughs> <laughs> By sort of Sonic Adventure, Japan had decided to try and merge the two variants. Yes, yeah, so they started calling him Eggman in the US yeah, as well. Yeah, but Robotnik and Eggman were both okay rather than being one or the other, mm. um, though they still generally call him Eggman. Mm. I think that's why they stuck more humans in Sonic Adventure. It's like, no, this is Earth, not Mobius, mm. to you know clear that problem out as well. So... Tails gets in trouble, and we see that the old man is out of control on his flying machine. Sonic can't be bothered to help, so Tails has to do it. I notice here that old man's voice actor is genuinely hilarious. I found him funny. I don't know if you did or not, but I actually did find the old man funny, and it's to do with the delivery of the lines. Yeah. What are you talking about? Out of all the voice actors, he's He's the the one... Yeah, he is the funniest. Sonic saves Tails and Old Man before they crash into a cliff and then uses the first reference we have. He uses a crab meat to pinch the old man out of a like a weird panic. He's sitting there going, Well, the old man, because he's blind, isn't he? Yeah, mostly. So he's... To- I don't know if you noticed, but the flowers... The they blue flowers, like they look like Sonic. Yeah, so I he's talking. He's talking to the flower because he thinks it's Sonic. So ah. they pinch him, and then he talks to another flower. Yes. And Sonic and Tails do that animation thing where they're just like, duh. Yeah. But it's interesting, A, that they used a crab meat, because it's very rare now to see genuine bad nicks from the Sonic franchise and things. And the fact that, obviously, the flowers look like Sonic, and they use that as a mm. genuine visual gag. Old Man tells the Sonic that he must see the president, so... Towers and Sonic fly off, leaving the old man to guard their home. And we see a few beauty shots of the floating islands, the futuristic city, though we don't see any people in it, and what is essentially the American Capitol building, yeah. which is the president's office. I don't, it, it looks really weird since the whole of the rest of the land of the sky has all like all these... like It is futuristic, 1970s Futurama mm. buildings, and then there's just the Capitol building. Yeah, <laughs> it's very... So they get to this Capitol building, and mm. there's the big desk and the big chair, yep. and they're like, Mr. President, and the fun fact, sorry, sidebar, you know in the games, not anymore, but for a long time in the games, you know the voice actor of Sonic yep. was also the voice actor of Mr. Chris Redfield. Yes. Mm. That was, that, so that wasn't at first, I, that I, was, they swapped him in in the early 2010s, he's yes. now been swapped out again. Yes, he has, uh, he's also not Chris Redfield anymore. Yeah. He retired from that role, which is a shame, I, I would have liked this better with him in it, Yeah, because like, he is like the Sonic voice, from, no, the Sonic Adventure <laughs> 1 voice is the voice for he me. He should have crossed Tails. him over. And had the Sonic voice for Chris Redfield and Chris Redfield's voice for Sonic. There are times when he's Chris Redfield where you can hear it and you're like, dude, <laughs> I want a Sonic Resident Evil crossover so bad. Oh, hey, man. Sonic's the only one who can match Wesker's speed. That's true. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, so I want Chris Redfield fighting Dr. Robotnik in the Death Egg Robot. And I want Sonic fighting Ouroboros Wesker in a volcano. That's what I want. That'd be amazing. Um, we'll get no. to the volcano so, later. So they get there, and there's a big chair, big high back chair, and like, Mr. President, it turns around, and uh-oh, it's Dr. Robotnik. Dun-dun-dun! For the most part, looks all right. I have, one, I have one problem with the animation of Robotnik, and it's a very small thing. Okay. I don't like the fact we see his eyes behind mm. the glasses. Because from adventure onwards... 
Fair enough, pre that. Like, my God, do you remember the early 90s Sonic cartoon where Eggman's got, like, black eyes with yes. red irises? Yeah. Why the fuck did they make him so terrifying? Well, we, yeah, so we'll get to that because that's yeah. Satan. But Satan is... Satan's gen... I, I love Satan. I remember. And I've not seen it since I was a little boy. Mate, he's, but I used he's still, to... I used he's still to get, creepy. Yeah, I remember his voice. He's got a British voice, hasn't he? No. And he's very like, no, I'm no. going to kill you, I don't Sonic. Think, I don't think he's necessarily British. But uh, it might be, but it's very deep and very, yeah. There's like for, so. There's one episode in that where he's genuinely terrifying because it sounds like he's going to kill Snively. It's literally just domestic abuse mm. in an episode, and it's played for laughs because it's between two villains. But it's still creepy. There's one bit where he goes, Snively, what color is my heart? Oh yes, and was- he opens his mouth, and you get like this really in depth portraits sort of like painted view on the inside of Robotnik's mm, mouth and throat and it's really like all green teeth and all mangled mm. and everything I don't see your heart sir exactly <laughs> yeah <It's- laughs> yeah I don't like the fact you see his eyes because from adventure onwards the design has always been that it's just the glasses yeah it looked uh, it weird seeing the eyes poke out behind it. It didn't bother me, but obviously, I, I think the reason was is they didn't make him a scary villain anyway. No, like, he's, he's very comedic in this. They make him the comedic villain, and the scary villain comes from Hyper Metal Sonic, yeah. which is kind of a shame, because actually it would have been nice to have, I suppose, something a bit darker, but this is I, it's a children's thing. Th- so this I is something that's happened silly. in the games, though, hasn't it? Like, the games have gone quite... Commi- now, granted, I've not played the last couple, mm. but, like, generations, comedy, and yeah. generations and stuff. Don't get me wrong, one of the better parts of Generations was the two <laughs> was the two Eggmans arguing with themselves. Yeah, oh, that's great. I love the bit where... Um, Anything Robotnik-related is great. I, I love the bit in Generations. I'm sorry, I will stop going off topic, but I like a chance to talk about Sonic games, because I do like them. Sure. I love the bit in Generations where Future Sonic, where both Eggmen are in the Time Monster, yeah, yeah. and Future Sonic goes, dude, why are you even trying we beat you every time and past robot and it goes wait he beats us every time and he's like Shh. <laughs> maybe i'll go back and get my teaching degree <laughs> so yeah we've got a lot of uh, uh, eggman in this is or robotnik in this is incredibly silly mm. um he's kidnapped the president and the president's daughter sarah and then we get a literal exposition dump. Is, yes. Yeah, it's just like... So we learn that... Planet- Go ahead, Robotnik. Thank you, Sonic. I will. Thank you, Sonic. I will. And then so, he gives this whole explanation of what's going yeah, on. So we learn that Planet Freedom actually consists of an inner dimension and an outer dimension. Yep. The outer dimension is full of life and very beautiful, and that's where Sonic lives. Yep. And that's called the Land of Sky. The land of the sky. And that's where all the fun stuff happens. That's where they live now. That's what yeah. all we've seen so far. And the inner dimension, which is Robotnik's home, yep. is the land of darkness. Yes. Which has a city in it called Robotropolis. Yes. And which, it has some ancient relics we'll get to in a bit. Yeah. Which, according to Dr. Robotnik, Robotropolis is a paradise. He's perfectly happy there. Mm. It's very efficient. But he has been overthrown by Metal Robotnik. Yep, which, I mean, this couldn't be the most paper-thin lie he could have ever generated. There's, oh, there's a Metal Robotnik who overthrew me, Mm. and uh, I need you to get rid of him. Yes, because Metal Robotnik has this machine there called the the Robot Generator. He's overloaded overloaded the electrical generator. Yeah, it's called the Robot Generator, and he's overloaded it, and because there's nowhere for the spare electricity to go, they've got until sunup the next day, 
or else it will blow up and destroy both dimensions. Yes. So he is begging Sonic for help, and I'll give you... So this line here is the one laugh the film got out of me, so are you ready? Okay. It's not funny, but it made me chuckle. Okay. Uh, Sonic goes, no, I'm not going to help. And they go, why not? Because Eggman's lying 99 out of 100 times. Oh, yeah. And Tails goes, but what if this is the one time? Yeah. <laughs> and, it's, and Sonic's just like, uh, fair point. <laughs> so, yeah, what do you mean the one laugh? There's some, there, I found quite a few laughs in this. I think you're being a bit Is this harsh. the point where I should be honest with the audience? You didn't like it? Twice I watched this film, and I actually fell asleep both times. At the same point. So I actually missed the same point of the film both times. <laughs> we'll so there is, we'll... there is a bit of this in the second half where it's going to be all you, baby. Okay, fair enough. In order to try and convince Sonic, Sarah runs over to him and says, oh. Sonic, I don't care what happens to Robotnik or Daddy, but please just do this for the two of us. And I was like, why does she hate her dad? I don't care about my dad. Just do it for the romance. So, Sarah is a paper-thin character. Let's, Do you want to explain who Sarah even is? Sorry, yes. Yeah. So, Sarah is the president's daughter. She is a human cat woman, and she's obviously there to be sort of the sex appeal, and you get a lot more of that later on with Robotnik basically trying to marry her. And it, it's very obvious that the character is basically Amy, but the filmmakers thought it was too weird to have Robotnik want to fuck Amy. <laughs> So what? they why's made Ro- a human. Why's Robotnik got to want to fuck anyone? And the thing is, is you might think, oh, that's a bit, um, that's a bit over the top. You know, maybe like, you know, a marriage thing. It's just a, you know, slightly more innocent. No, uh, there's a shot later on which you visually see where she's knocked up pregnant and breastfeeding. Wait, whoa, whoa, Did whoa, you whoa! Miss- oh. Michael Cole, is this the bit where I fell asleep? This what is the, the bit fuck? where you fell asleep, my friend. So, this suddenly sounds like a much more interesting film. Yes. I'm kidding. Imagine <laughs> if you'd stayed awake. I'm not into pregnant women breastfeeding. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that's my I point. Is like, that's, that's kind of... That's a, a literal visual in this film. When? When you is fell it, asleep. Is it like a fantasy, right? Eggman it's, Yeah, it's, it's... No, it's a fantasy she has imagining the, the marriage he wants with her. Mm. And then, like, she hates the idea, so she beats the crap out of him. But, like, we'll get to that in a bit. That's later on. But, yes. Yes, this film does not mind going, yeah, by the way, he really wants to bone her. Fuck. So, <clears throat> it's very clear that that's the intent. Uh, Tails is given a watch by Robotnik, which will lead them directly to the power plant. Mm. So, Sonic and Tails take off. And Sonic wonders, while they're standing on the tornado, which is their plane, flying into the land of darkness, Sonic wonders if Sarah and the president will be okay. That was cool to say, the tornado. Yes. So we cut back to a joke, and I thought you'd like this because you like jokes, of Sarah and Robotnik fighting in a Mortal Kombat-style game. And he always wins. Yes, so he keeps beating her, he wins again. Sarah ends up crying, going, No, 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 it's not fair, you always beat me every time! All right, one more. Just give up. We've played a hundred times. I'll stop being your hostage. All right, start it again. Yeah, like this. So, right, so here comes my first big problem with this, other than the voice acting. <laughs> like, I was watching, and I got... Maybe I'm stupid, no, but I got literally I got confused. confused. the first time I watched I was it. like, hang on, is she in on this? Like, what does she mean she's just going to stop being his hostage? Essentially, the, what I find with this, the more I watch it... And I, uh, here's the thing, I actually kind of enjoy this film. Mm. But what I would say is, I had the same problem the first time I watched it. I've seen it several times. The first time I watched it, I felt the same. I was like, oh, she must be in on it. I expected that to be the reveal. Mm. And then it's not. But I noticed 
that the writers don't really care about Sarah in this film. She's there for whatever the plot needs. And if the plot needs comedy, then it doesn't matter if it's illogical. She'll provide the comedy with a, yeah. like, as a duet with Robotnik. And it doesn't matter. And if the plot requires romance, then she'll be there for that. And if the plot requires sexiness, then if she'll be there for that. to be breastfeeding and breastfeeding pregnant, and pregnant. She'll do it. They'll do that. And she's got no actual arc or story of her own. She's sort of thrust across the story as needed by the other male characters. Sounds like sexism to me. She's the only female character in it. Oh, fuck, she is! She's literally in it for sex appeal and to be used for whatever the plot requires from the boys. Fucking Japan, man. So, like, oh, look, here's a sexy cat girl who, by the way, doesn't look older than about 17. I'd be hard-pushed to give her that age. Oh, yeah, I was thinking She's, more like 13, 14. Well, uh, 14, 15, maybe, but so it's, still, saying, it's still not legit. So what we're saying is it is canon that Eggman is a paedophile. Yeah, but considering we don't see any other children... No, that doesn't make it acceptable. <laughs> <laughs> it's really weird. It's, it's just this, a, it's a hmm, stupidly let, weird... Let me check these credits. Was this film written by Jeffrey Epstein? <laughs> <laughs> no, there's no planes... Oh, there was. Sonic lives in one. So it's... <laughs> Sonic, Sonic lives on Epstein Island. Oh, no. No. Well, Mr. President just gives him carte blanche. <laughs> oh, this is terrible. It's Pizzagate all over again. So... <laughs> it's, Eggman how... can't be the villain. He doesn't sweat. <laughs> <laughs> how the oh. fuck did we get Sonic the movie to Epstein? Yeah. For, Dude, for, we for, need to chill this out. For any listeners who don't live in the UK, <laughs> that was a reference to Prince Andrew, who is the Queen's brother, oldest son? Oldest son. Oldest son. He is the oldest son. Well, hang on a minute. Rewind. He can't be the oldest. Charles is the oldest because he's next in line for the throne. He's yeah, the so second, second oldest. Yeah, but he... Basically, Prince Andrew was bezzing mates with Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. He's blatantly a paedophile. But when they asked him for evidence that he wasn't a paedophile, he... his response was... Because, because the statement was that she didn't like the fact that he was so sweaty. Yeah. And he said, basically... I, I've, I have I've a rare it. skin condition where I don't, I don't sweat. sweat. <laughs> and I was, in a, I was in a Pizza Express. Yes. At the time, uh, first of all, that is a, that, I mean that is a royal explanation. Yeah, first it? of all, who in the royal family? Sorry, I realise we've gone well off topic here, but who in the royal family eats a Pizza Express? Prince Andrew. <laughs> the thing is, the others eat at more posh places, but they can sweat. <laughs> <laughs> so he's got to go to Pizza Express. Jesus. So he can be next oh. to, other, to other sweaty people. Oh, poor Eggman. Even on his own <laughs> podcast, he's not the biggest villain. No, he's not. He's been outed. But Prince Andrew. I think and Ep- Jeffrey uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, they've both got to be in there, haven't they? Sarah cries that she lost the game and wants to go for a drive. No, no, you beat me again. I can't win this stupid game. Fine. What? I quit. Oh. I want to go for a drive. Absolutely not. No, no, I want to. Take me on a drive now. Suddenly an explosion happens. Basically, this massive vehicle crashes through a wall. Sarah's like, oh, yay, this is great, Robotnik, and dives in. Doesn't question anything. Doesn't question the fact that half the Capitol building has just been destroyed by whatever this thing is. Just dives in. Robotnik laughs and jumps in. He goes, oh, no, Sarah, don't touch those controls. The door closes and it takes off, leaving the president there alone. And one solitary robot of Robotnik's holding a sign that says goodbye, Sarah. For no reason. 
just a little visual gag, I suppose. We then cut to Sonic and Tails flying into the land of darkness. As they struggle to go down, basically it's almost like they've had to go down into either a wormhole or a tor- middle of a tornado. But once they get through to the other side, they crash the tornado and it breaks apart. So that they look over the landscape, which looks very similar to the Sonic CD intro. Now, this segment, there's a montage, and I'm not going to go through every element of this montage, I'll cut through it quite quickly, but there's a few things that are important about this montage. First of all, anyone who's played Sonic CD will know the iconic FMV intro of Sonic going through all the like trees and all across the mountains. This has the same visual design as that. So it's very clear that this was a reference to that. Uh, and we see some things here that are iconic to the Sonic series, but aren't usually seen elsewhere, mm. including spikes... A spring. There's a caterpillar, but it seems to be flying. I think there's a particular type of enemy, but it looks it's the same colour as a caterpillar and looks similar. There's buzz bombers, and then there's two that are in the rest of the film, but they, they appear at different times. There's a warp zone, which the visual effect of matches the visual effects that Sonic has when he goes through a time vortex in Sonic CD. Mm-hmm. And then there's Sonic Super Peel Out is first seen here. Do you know what I'm talking about? The Sonic Super Peel Out. So the Super Peel Out is when Sonic's legs go into like that figure of eight, that infinite infinity figure of eight shape. Mm. That's called the Super Peel Out. Mm. So we see that here for the first time, but that will come back a few times throughout the rest of the film. Uh, and they land in the Ancient Relics. Now the Ancient Relics, I've got some information on, uh, is clearly New York City. Did you notice that? Yes, it's I guess. A, yeah, it's legit. You New York City, um, Sonic scales the Empire State Building, and this, I didn't find this online, but I'm pretty certain the World Trade Center complex is in the foreground of the pullout establishing shot mm-hmm. uh, because you can tell there's two towers that look similar sized and like similar in design, and a few other buildings that match the layout of the Twin Tower complex. Uh, so that technically hasn't aged well, but kind of because it's. It's hard to see in the foreground. I think they'd get away with it. Tails' fear of lightning is established, though it doesn't really play a part in the rest of the film. It seems like a strange thing to establish. Mm. And they're attacked by Metal Robotnik. So we're now at the... We're getting towards the end of the first half (laughs) of this film. Before Metal Robotnik attacks, Sonic and Tails are basically talking down Metal Robotnik. And they stand next to each other and oppose. Sonic, when Sonic says, we don't have time to play little games with you, Sonic's standing there with one finger up, and Tails is behind him with two fingers up, mm. which I'm pretty certain is the poses for Sonic 1 and Sonic 2. Yeah. And weirdly enough, in the animation, Tails seems to realise this to his own surprise. Mm. Because Tails does the two fingers, and then his eyes go small, and in the middle, like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and then, right. he change, then he changes arm position. Metal Robotnik tries to shoot them, but they mock him and dash around constantly. It's basically played for laughs rather than for any sort of terror. Yeah, he, he can't hit them. No, so. Are we about to make some Elton John jokes in a minute? I don't think so, but no. we'll, okay, we'll, tr- we'll see when that comes up. <laughs> they decide they don't have time for all of this, but before leaving, Sonic beckons Metal Robotnik on top of a bridge. Now, Tails pulls his eye down and pulls a face at him. Yeah, like a... Yeah, where Sonic says, we have some business to take care of, and he's flipping Robotnik the bird. He's doing I the middle finger. I did not notice that. So, yeah, he flips Robotnik the bird. Now, some people online are like, people think he's flipping the bird, but it's his index finger. So... If you put Sonic your... only has four fingers, doesn't he? No, he has five. Does he? Yes. 
And also, it depends on the positioning. So this is where this gets confusing. Because on the VHS release in America by ADV Films, they edited the finger and moved it. Mm. So it looked like he was doing that. So he's like holding his like the back fist, pointy finger. but he's got his pointy finger up. And people think that's still the one. But if you look at the position of the finger, there's a knuckle there already. So it has to be the middle. So he's clearly... Right. Also, sitting there with the back of your hand facing someone with the pointy finger up means nothing. But the middle finger means quite a lot. <laughs> Unless you're a talking hedgehog. Mm. So he's clearly flipping in the bird. I'm uh, By visual look, I can tell he's flipping in the bloody bird. Motorobonic sprouts wings and jet boosters and gives chase. And we get this really quite cool, I have to say, this bit. First person element as Sonic mm. and Tails run away. And then you see from their perspective as they go through br- under bridges and tunnels. Which yes. I thought was this pretty bit, cool. This bit was very Japanese. Though. Oh, it was, yeah. So I, would literally, I was watching it thinking of Digimon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's, I mean, it's not... I didn't say it was unique, but it is actually at least pretty cool from a visual standpoint. Metal Robotnik blows up the bridge in front of them with rockets, and they drop. Sonic and Tails pretend to drown. Oh, my God! <laughs> in order to trick him into leaving. And as they try and walk away from that, Metal Robotnik pulls himself up from the bridge and goes, You didn't think I'd fall for a stupid trick like that, did you? And then he fires glue out of his ass. And now we get to the. Uh, is that the Elton John, Elton John joke? See, I don't know the Elton John joke. Oh, there's a there's a meme that's like, I think it's like a cake or something, and it's covered in white goo, which is clearly cream of some kind. And the meme says something like, "I had a birthday Your cake in Elton, <laughs> and Elton John farted on it." Oh, yeah, you get it, you get it. You get that, kids? It's about gay sex. I don't anyway, like that joke. Point point is, he's, <laughs> he's firing cum out his ass. No, it's bl- glue. It's glue. Anyway, hey, it's white and sticky, man. Same thing. Yeah, fair play. <laughs> so an explosion happens, and it rouses Knuckles' attention in the distance. He's like, Ur! So he buries back under, and we see him again in a minute. Metal Robotnik glues Tails to a railing and then shoots missiles at Sonic. Sonic then rides one of the missiles back at Metal Robotnik and damages him before Sonic gets glued to a piece of road, which breaks, and then he starts being sunk Sink. into water. What's Sonic's mortal enemy? Yep. Water. So just before Metal Robotnik Fucking can finish... Labyrinth Zone. Oh, mate. So just before Metal Robotnik can finish him off, Knuckles knocks him over, saves Tails, and goes, you hurry up and save Sonic. So Tails has to deal with that. Now, uh, the one thing I noted here is that Robotnik's voice goes a weird Italian-American. How did you escape? (laughs) It's like, what's (laughs) going on with his voice? It's not Robotnik's voice at this point. And then there's the worst one, though, because it's not even accurate in English, is, (laughs) it no matter. (laughs) And I know it's literally, it no matter, is the line. (laughs) Yeah, it's no matter. It's so bad. <laughs> Your cough's getting worse, dude. No, it's because I'm talking. You'd better not be here infecting me with all kinds of shit. Oh, mate, if I was going to infect you, it wouldn't be with if, a cough. If I start writing itchy tasty <laughs> on these windows... Look, you're already going bald, so you got... No, I'm joking. <laughs> Podcast over! <laughs> we are no longer friends. <laughs> anyway, Knuckles... Yeah, hang on, hang on, hang on, I've got to rip you back. No, it's too late now. Your your hair is a dumb colour. But I did it on purpose. You feel that burn? You feel that burn, Rory? Yeah, but not in my hair. Anyway. It's blonde now. Your mum's blonde. It was greeny blue when I first met you. It was. Well, I mean... Was it purple at one point? It was purple at one point. When we did the... What colour haven't you done yet? 
Well, I've only really done... Could, could you do Riddler Green for me? Oh, I've done that before. It was Riddler Green before Not we did the either. filming on the green screen, and then I tied it purple. <laughs> so that he had so it in the filming. Um, Let's move on. Yeah, so Knuckles gets stuck. I, sorry, no, we're not going to go back to this. I think you should change it every episode based on what we're doing, so it should be Sonic Blue today. No one would see it. I don't care. We'll take, we'll take <laughs> photos. We'll take photos to put on the website. Okay. It should be Sonic Blue today. You crazy boy. So Knuckles gets stuck. Tails saves Sonic, so Sonic cuts off Robotnik's hand to save Knuckles. Knuckles floats Sonic up. This is what you were saying. He doesn't glide. He floats. Right, yeah. Why does Knuckles <laughs> fly? Why does he, he doesn't fly? He no, he flies. He flies like he's fucking Superman. Yes. Also, why has he got a cowboy hat on? Okay, so the cowboy is this, hat... Is this part of the... Because I don't know about you. Actually, maybe you can answer Sonic to make sure you're a Sonic expert. So you know when they announced Idris Elba was playing Knuckles in the Sonic 2 movie? Yeah. Loads of people kicked off because they seem to be under the impression that Knuckles is Australian. So Now, I know echidnas are Australian. Yes. But Knuckles in... In like Sonic Adventure 1, 2, Sonic Heroes, Sonic... he doesn't have an Australian accent, does he? No. So, here's the thing. I've never seen a character with such a confused nationality mm. as Knuckles. Bear in mind, he's not actually a human. Yeah, he, has he lives his... on the floating island. He has no nationality. So, so, here's where the confusion is. Knuckles is an echidna, which is an animal native... To Australia. Australia. So as, people as all horrifying animals are, echidnas have four penises, did you know? Oh, very nice. Well, no, they have one penis that at the end splits into four heads. Oh, that sounds yeah. lovely. Yeah, that's what Knuckles has got dangling between his legs. Well, I didn't need to know that while watching this film. That's what he's going to bang Rouge with. Oh, no. Well, the sexual, back. By the way, the sexual tension in Sonic Adventure 2 yeah. between them pair. <laughs> oh. Oh. So, to answer your question, so I think because Knuckles is an echidna and echidnas are from Australia, they tend to go, well, that's where he's from. But bear in mind, hedgehogs are native to England, and mm. Sonic has an American accent, so that yeah. doesn't really hold. To be fair, I think hedgehogs do exist in America. No, though, they don't. don't. They? Do they not? No, they're English. No hedgehogs. Nope. Are you sure? Yeah, they've got raccoons. Yeah, but don't they have hedgehogs? You've just got raccoons, <laughs> don't you can't have hedgehogs. How, how can you have both? That's ridiculous. No, th- I, I'm pretty certain are hedgehogs Europe- are native. Are they just Britain or are they European in general? I think they're mostly just Britain. There's some uh, in Europe probably. But so I was going to say, could we get like German Sonic? I know they don't have like, them in America. It's been own Robotnik! But when they do colour... I want Sonic the Hedgehog voiced by Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay, but when they, when they colour time Sonic like in his design, it's red, white and blue mm. to match the colours of America. Mm. So they, there's something to do with the colouring that. So, hedgehogs are English, but the red, white, and blue, even though it's also on the British flag, is yeah. for America. So he's got the American voice. He's generally considered kind of more of an American character. Yeah, Knuckles is just for Arnold. <laughs> Arnold as Sonic. I want it. No, tails, tails. Get the Chaos Emerald. Get it. <laughs> do it now. Hey, hey, Robotnik, I'm over here. Kill me. Kill me. But the perfect chaos turns up. You are one ugly motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> we got to do an Arnold podcast, man. Yes, we do. So Knuckles, he's an echidna, so he's Australian in that regard. But the shoe colouring and all the design of him, including the dreadlocks, which echidnas do not have. He's Jamaican, He's Jamaican. The sh- colours of his shoes are the Jamaican flag. Like, in the original iteration of him from Sonic 3, his shoe colouring is the Jamaican flag. Yellow, green and black? Yes. Is there no 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a yellow, green, and black. He's yeah. red, but yeah, yellow, he's green, red, and black. He's red, but yeah, yeah. They're yellow, green, and black. So the idea was that he had that Jamaican vibe to him. So there's kind of this split deal. Some iterations of him go with the Australian route. Mm. Some go with the... Well, it's not so, actually Jamaican. They just go black. But it's so, like yeah. they have done in the new film where they've got Idris Elba. So, so the movie just decided to make him Idris Elba. Yeah, yeah. Just, just tough East London Idris yeah. Elba. I don't think he's doing that accent, is he? No. Uh, well, based on the trailer, which I watched the other day, you've not seen it no. yet. Um, based on... The, bear in mind, I did watch it while I was busy doing something else. I was only half listening to it. Sure. But it doesn't sound like he's doing his British, normal, natural-speaking Idris Elba voice. See, I think he's put on. I think he's putting on an American accent. What I, I think they're doing him American. What I wanted was for Sonic and Tails to be animated and for Knuckles to just be Idris, Idris Elba, Elba painted red wearing big gloves. With dreadlocks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> and it's just like, Sonic, we've got to do this shit, I, mate. I've I, I <laughs> got to admit, I don't mind what nationality they are just as long as they're good actors. I don't care. Like, Knuckles can... Uh, yeah, make them all American so they all match. Hmm. Knuckles just needs to sound tough. Yeah, like, I, I like the Knuckles voice from Sonic Adventure, where he just sounds like the stoic sort of loner type character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is what Knuckles is to me. Yeah, Knuckles throws Sonic two tails, and he does like his spin dash thing, mm. and splits Robotnik apart, and they leave. Robotnik... That, that doesn't sound good. Oh, baby! Robotnik and Sarah appear out of the wreckage. Robotropolis lights up with Robotnik's face in the lights, and this is clearly where the end of episode one is. All the trio of them going into Robotropolis to stop the generator. Now, at the end, each of them have a final line. Knuckles is like, Come on! What are you waiting for? We gotta get moving or that robot generator's going to explode! He flies off. Sonic runs after him. Wait up, Knuckles! And Tails has a line, which is only one word, but I want to punch him in the face because it annoys me. Which is, he just looks at the camera and flies away again. Whee! <laughs> and I'm like... Kill the boy. <laughs> and that's the end of episode one. That's the bit you've seen. <laughs> yes. So I've seen the beginning of the next bit. I've seen them wake up Metal Sonic. Sure. Sorry, sorry. Hyper Metal Sonic. So let's jump there quickly. Super Saiyan Sonic. Because this is taking too long. <laughs> uh, so the trio enter Robotropolis. Sna- the snail badniks from the final zone of Sonic the Hedgehog 3 start shooting at them. Knuckles says he'll take care of those while Sonic and Tails deal with the generator. Sonic finds the generator and gets knocked into it. And it manages to stop it at 0.00.01, because of course it does. Movie trope. Yep. It powers down, and Sonic sits there posing on, yeah, I'm so cool. And then these green blocks come out, capturing him in this green electrical light, where he's being scanned. Mm. It then falls apart, and the trio stand back like, oh my god, is Sonic alright? He seems knackered. Hypermetal Sonic then appears, cracking out of his orb. And Metal Robotnik reappears like a ghost and immediately collapses and Robotnik and Sarah are revealed. Now, in this bit when there's like there's a kerfuffle where the two are fighting each other to get out the wreckage, mm-hmm. you've got Tails, Sonic and Knuckles going, oh, what's going on? Like, who is that? Where we hear this short exchange, Sarah says, where do you think you're putting your hand? And Robotnik says, sorry, they are nice. Well, well, I missed that. <laughs> what? Yep. If you watch that bit again, the kafu- it's lost in the kerfuffle, but if you listen to them fighting, oh. you hear those lines. No, I'm sorry. They are nice. 
Epstein again. Yep. So, <laughs> Robotnik has transferred Sonic's data into Hyper Metal Sonic. Sonic and Hyper begin to fight, and Robotnik has bound and gagged Sarah in his new flying machine. They then leave. Sonic and Metal Sonic keep fighting across the way, and that becomes its whole thing. Robotnik then travels away, unbinds Sarah, and tries to impress her, which doesn't work. Hyper, after fighting Sonic for a little bit, knocks him from the stratosphere down to the ground somewhere, and in his eyes he kind of registers that Sonic's dead. It would appear that the drop may have just put him out of Metal Sonic's range, so he can't register him anymore, but according to the register on... Metal Sonic's face, Sonic is dead. He comes back, don't worry, kids. So it's at this point that I have a question to pose to Jamie. A possibility uh, for worst line ever. Jill sandwiches. No. That's what I was dreaming about. I thought that was the question you were going to ask. No, no, no. I was no, asleep no. at this bit. Sure. So, but that's why I'm asking Wait, you now. Wait, the ice bridge yet? Not yet. No, I was asleep we, at this bit then. No. So, oh. Hyper registers that Sonic is dead. Robotnik gloats in front of Sarah and says this line, which I... I put as a possibility for worst line. Sonic will never again be a pain in my egg! Oh no, I do remember that bit. I did see that bit, and yes, it's atrocious. It's atrocious line. Also, can I just bring up an animation fail that I think I spotted? I was half asleep at the time. Yep. Does Eggman's shirt change colour for half of this section? His shirt, which should be red with the yellow cape, um, goes like a pale green colour. So Now, at first, I thought it was just seeing him through the windshield of the... Because he's, he's in his seat at this point, isn't he? His flying seat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought it was the green windshield tinting it, but there are bits where he reaches over the windshield and, and still he's still colour. green. So from what I, I... I'll have to double-check it and watch it again for that, but at this point, he's still in his normal Eggman outfit, but he does switch into a pale blue-green suit as his wedding suit for the rest of the film. That's what I'm thinking Yeah, of. yeah, yeah. So it's not but an animation... Then he, but then he switches back to the red at the end, but there's no, like, scene of him switching. He just oh, switches. Oh, yeah! No, you yeah. are right on that one. Now that Sonic is considered dead, old man is chilling on the beach, not knowing that any of this has happened. He sees Hyper land on the beach and walk up to him menacingly and mistakes him for Sonic. Because he's blind. Because he's blind. And the last we see is him going, Wait, what are you doing? Stop! But like it fade to black, like, oh my god, what's happened to old man? Sonic then wakes up in a glade. It's like a five second shot. It's like, oh yeah, what was I doing? Oh yeah, I was fighting metal. End. It really cuts off quick. It makes me feel like there was something cut there. The land of the sky is suffering from different fires, while Tails and Knuckles go to Sonic's home and find the old man in the most vomitingly gaudy clothes. Did you mm. see this bit? Where the old man owl is dressed in like a backwards cap a t-shirt, shorts, have, holding a skateboard, and sneakers. Mm. Did you see that bit? Right, mm. they're the most ugly clothes in the world, like pink t-shirt, blue shorts, dark blue shoes, sunglasses, a blue cap. And Tell says that they're Sonic's favourite clothes. Those are Sonic's favourite clothes, so don't blame me if he gets mad at you. I'm like, Sonic got shit taste. And when does Sonic wear clothes? It also doesn't make any sense why Metal would decide to go, right, now that Sonic's dead, I'll give old man my clothes. (laughs) It's It's never explained. It's just there for convenience or for the laugh. Robotnik gifts Sarah a wedding dress... And for some reason, she's like, oh, I love it. But she doesn't catch on to the fact, why is he giving me a wedding dress yet? Tails modifies Robotnik's watch and explains that he can use it to affect Hyper Metal Sonic. 
by mm. syncing him more with the real Sonic to change his personality or to stop him from being as violent. We hear of Green Lake City and Forest Town, which I don't think are actually in the game. Forest Town? Yeah. So do you want to know a little fun fact? Okay. So, <laughs> I'm from a little coal mining town called Mansfield. Yes. And I'm not joking, this is 100% true. The town next... So Mansfield is surrounded by little villagers, yep. like Clipston, Kirkby, things like that. Literally, one of those towns is called Forest Town. Right. Well, in this, and, Forest Town's on fire. And Forest Town... Forest Town might as well be on fire, trust me. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Um, and Forest Town, they've got a football team called Nottingham Forest. Yep. And Nottingham Forest hate Derby. They're their rival team. Okay. Yeah. Is just, that relevant to Sonic? Or? No, 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 <laughs> just a football team. Just a fun fact that oh. a town near me had an appearance in a Sonic film. Well, there you go. Don't know what happened to Nottingham Forest, though. It's not mentioned in the film. The president sees a blur of Hyper, like Hyper Metal Sonic, sorry, attacking the cities and thinks it's Sonic, because of course he does. It's just too overused a plotline for Sonic, is that they have someone who looks vaguely like Sonic, and it was like, oh my god, Sonic's evil. Is that Sonic? Very, 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 very vaguely like Sonic. Yeah, and it's just like, how how unlike Sonic do they have to be? Like, Knuckles looks more like Sonic than half the people that Sonic is mistaken for. It's ridiculous. Anyway, the president calls Sonic's house and gets through to Knuckles, and he goes, who are you? And Knuckles says, I'm Knuckles, I'm Sonic's best friend. Yeah. And I'm like, no, you're not. Tails is Sonic's Tails best is friend. clearly Sonic. Even in this, Tails is clearly Sonic's best friend. Robotnik is now in the suit that we mentioned mm. a minute ago. And Sarah asks why she bought he, he bought her a wedding dress. And he goes, what do you mean? Once I've destroyed the land of the sky, basically we can get married. And that's where we get the envisioning of her, pregnant, mm. in like an old woman's dress... Holding a baby to her breast, her bare breast to breastfeed it. Whoa, whoa, there's bare breasts in this You don't get to see nipples. This is rated PG. This is rated PG. There's Eggman smiling, bending over while picking up loads of tiny Eggmen, of which Mm. there are 14. Right? So there's already 14 Eggman children she's produced. He's got a high libido, hasn't he? But no, hang on. 14 tiny Eggmen who are like teen, like, um, Mm. toddler or above. Yeah. There's the baby she's breastfeeding, so that's 15. Mm-hmm. And she's knocked up, so that's going to be at least 16. Fucking hell. Some of them could have been twins, I guess. Yeah, but, I mean, Jesus Christ. She attacks him, saying, I wouldn't marry you if you were the last man on Earth. Which is, again... I'm, yeah, I'm not... Well, what I mean is that this was meant to be on Planet Freedom. I wonder if Planet Freedom was the name given to it by the American translators... Because, I mean, it could just be Last Man on Earth because it's a saying. They, but are, Earth, they are obsessed with freedom, aren't they? Yeah. But, I mean, as I say, in the games, it was always on Earth. And I wonder if the original anime was set on Earth rather than Planet Freedom. Knuckles' exposition's all over the place because people like to do that in these things. Saying that if you tunnel through a glacier, the magma would go through all the ice and melt it all. Magma. And the, yeah, and the rotation of the Earth would hurl the floating continents into outer space. Oh, yeah, I remember right? seeing that bit. But, and I quote... Ma- where they would be blown to pieces. And I'm like, why would they be blown to pieces? Like, they'd float away. What sh- yeah, they'd float away. People would suffocate, you know, it'd be devastating. But why would they blow up <laughs> just because they met space? Makes no sense. Hyper Metal Sonic dives into the glacier causing a magma leak, so now the, f- the time limit is on. Sonic meets Hyper Metal Sonic again, and they start to fight. I'm not going to go over the fucking minutiae of their fight. 
at one point they end up running headfirst into each other, mm-hmm. uh, like headbutting each other at max speed. And Sonic has this line, which I also wish to submit for worst lines, <laughs> and it's mm-hmm. also to do with the delivery. Let me swallow my drink because I'm gonna spit it out. Of sure. Face. You might know everything I'm going to do, but that's not going to help you since I know everything you're going to do. Strange, isn't it? Which is the worst. Like the, the the line is not a good line, and the it's str- very expositiony strange. and strange. The strange isn't it? Is a completely useless. Yeah, but strange. Uh, I always write it with a Y yeah. because he strange. says strange. Sonic slams Hyper Metal Sonic's head into the bottom of Robotnik's ship, mm-hmm. and then so there's two ways so to, to be clear. Let me line. let me give this film a little bit of praise because I've shut sure. it a bit. As far as animated fight sequences in Sonic media go, this is a pretty good one. Yeah, pretty good one. Yeah, yeah. Um, Actually, I do have a. I missed this. I'm sorry. I actually do have a good compliment for this film. Most of the music, at least in the parts I was awake for, (laughs) that's always a compliment. (laughs) Does does feel like music that would not be out of place in an early Sonic game? Yes. Yeah. No. The music's very good. We'll, oh, with maybe one caveat, but we'll come to that, which is the final yeah. the credit song. We'll come to that in a minute. Hyper Metal Sonic's head has been rammed through the bottom of Robotnik's ship, so his head has actually come through into the cockpit area. Yeah. Sonic then lands on the ship, and he's doing like these weird, ooh, and like doing all these poses. Now, some people are saying because he's synced with Metal, when Metal looks up Sarah's skirt, Sonic's blushing. However, the way he lands, and it's before we get... To see that Metal is looking up Sarah's skirt, I think he lands on his balls is meant to be the joke. Because he lands on his groin between his legs, goes, oh, and then starts moving around like he's in pain. So I think he's actually hit his balls. And then Robotnik then goes, what are you doing? I don't understand. And then we see Sarah pulling her mini skirt down over her, her private parts and kicking Hyper Metal Sonic in the head, going, And Robotnik then goes, oh, I see, you're sinking yourself with metal. Now, I think people have taken that to be that Sonic is going weird because he's seeing up Sarah's skirt through Metal's eyes. Mm. But I think he's hit his balls, and Metal Sonic has sort of gone a bit doolally because it's like, ooh, up the skirt, like Sonic would like to see. But it's open to interpretation because it's not very clear. Wait, did they not... L- I realised this was before... This was but in they, the before time. They, try, they tried it in this. <laughs> they tried it in Sonic 06. Yep. Sonic wanting to bang human females is weird. Is weird. Yeah. He's a fucking hedgehog. Well, that's why he's a fucking hedgehog. Yeah. You think I mean, he'd be knuckles with his four fair, penises? To be fair, we say it's weird, but based on the things you can find on DeviantArt, there's plenty of humans yes. who want to fuck Sonic. Never go into the vortex that is DeviantArt, ladies and gentlemen. It's a scary place. <laughs> a scary place for the uninitiated. <laughs> so, Robotnik tries to grab Sonic because he thinks he's an easy target, and because of his weight, he falls forward, doesn't fall out, but it makes the ship tilt, which mm. basically catapults Sarah out of the vehicle. And she falls to the ground towards her uh, possible demise. Mm. But Knuckles grabs her at the last minute. Tails then uses the tornado to run into Hyper Metal Sonic to help damage him. Mm. And then Robotnik sends out two missiles to take care of Tails. One is a hare, one is a tortoise. Oh yes, they went there. Now, the hare shoots straight off and blows up the tornado, forcing Tails to have to emergency evacuate and fall down a hill. The tortoise goes, like, starts trundling along at super slow speeds, wheezing, and Robotnik says, Oh no, another design failure! It's like, 
why did you think a tortoise would be fast, like, yeah. in any design? And this, is, this next joke, this is a joke from Super Mario Brothers, the movie. Okay, well... This, this is the bob joke with the tortoise. Oh, okay, Isn't right, it? so, so the, the, yeah, so that comes a bit later, yeah, but it is definitely the bob where it's been dropped through the hole, and now it's, and oh, it disappears for ages. It disappears like, oh, until the end. We forget about that, and then it comes trundling along. Yeah, yeah, I thought when you said the next joke, I thought you meant this bit. So, Tails rolls down the hill, becoming a snowball, and rolls into Knuckles and Sarah. As the dust clears, Tails has basically collapsed on top of Sarah with his hands on her boobs, and... Fucking hell, Japan! Yep, and Knuckles goes, Tails! Get off! Tails jumps off with, like, the super, like, embarrassed face, going, I'm so sorry. I never thought you'd stoop that low. I'm sorry. Eh? Things, I'm reacting bad to this, but this comes from me, who is currently reading Volume 4 of High School DXD. Yes, I've not read this, but looking at the cover, there's a woman... There's a woman with her bangers out, and she's literally pushing them up into your face, going, Yeah! And, and let me think she's it's... seducing you. Oh, there's, there's some illustrations. There's some pictures in here. Let's have... Oh, there's a woman. Oh my God! You can see, you can see the the camel toe in that one. Can you? Yes. Uh, why are you? Why, what is this? Well, you haven't oh, got look, to the fun look, bit. Look, you haven't got to the fun. Camel oh, you kind of can. You haven't got to the fun <laughs> bit yet, Rory. Why are you looking at this show? Hang on, you haven't got to the fun bit. Oh, well, no, there's there's a bit. samurai with bangers. She's not like, a samurai. She's the Vestal of Thunder. Oh, <laughs> obviously. I realise how I'm, ridiculous I'd, I'd be. I, I would like to assure everyone I'm not a weeb. <laughs> I don't watch many anime. But here's a fun fact. So you see this character here? Right. Yeah, yeah. Cute little girl. Yeah, yeah. Not a girl. It's a boy. It's a boy. That's Gasper. Right, the friendly ghost? <laughs> no, vampire. With the power to stop time. Right. Because well, this is literally, honestly, this show, <laughs> this show and this book series is so incredibly creative and I feel like it lets itself down by being so pervy. But it wouldn't be... You're reading porn, man. Like, you're, you're well, trying no, to... No one ever has sex in it. High art porn, um, okay. But basically, it, it wouldn't work without the perviness, because the whole point of the main character is that his one superpower is he's, quote, the most perverted person alive. I mean, they could have not written him that way. They could have. Do you want to know a quick funny story? I mean, doesn't this the just... rest of what you've told me about this book, it's about different gods from different cultures yep, fighting demons, each other. So demons, what, angels, At one point you go, mm, I want Anubis, I want well, Loki, I want Abraham, and in it I need a man who pervs. Well, so here's a fun fact. The author, Ichi Shibumi, mm, was actually... No, well, <laughs> so he was actually a horror novelist, you know? Right. Doing normal, straight, you know... Horror. Horror, mo- horror novels. None of which sold very well. Right. And his author was like, dude, you need to get in this porn business. He <laughs> wrote High School DXD, and he's now on book 30-odd. Wow. Because this, out of all the sold. novels he wrote, this sold millions. Jesus. <laughs> well, let's... Because <laughs> people are horny. They are. And doesn't that... Doesn't Don't do that while well, pounding it with your hands. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't so- Sonic the movie proves that. Japan is a horny country. They are. Because they, they want to watch a hedgehog. Jesus Christ! I'm so sorry. Destroying the. They, they want to watch a hedgehog and a fat guy with a stash <laughs> have like sex woman. with a cat girl yeah. who's underage. Well, they don't state she's underage. She's blatantly I... underage. Maybe Japan. Japan is kinky. Yeah. Well, yeah. They. They in are all that. the worst ways. They are that. Um, I think though. I read somewhere that the law is that the age of consent is 14 in Japan. Outside, okay. outside of the... 
Like in the main cities, it's it's sixteen or eighteen. I mean, like the West. But so I I want to ex- I want to respect cultural differences. But fourteen is definitely not right. But that's kind of gross. Yeah. Like yeah, mm, I get that. You got, you got to to quote Matthew McConaughey in The Wolf of Wall Street. You got to pump those numbers up. <laughs> okay, <laughs> can't, can't be fourteen. Fourteen is too low. Fourteen is too low. So Tails tells Knuckles to stop the magma. Mm. Knuckles is like, oh, I don't know. So this is again where Sarah is written only to serve plot. Mm. She then leans over to Knuckles and said, "Would you try for me, brave man?" Yeah, give him a kiss. And Knuckles is like, yes, yes, ma'am. And he then does it anyway. Bone, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's just like, well, we've had nothing. Like, she's meant to be this selfish, princessy sort of cat girl. And now all of a sudden she's like, this, she's almost like a, a femme fatale style. She for one girl? line. Uh, well, because she can't be a full human. That'd be weird. Sonic is struggling, gets throttled by metals. Tails' watch helps send metal on the fritz. The present and the old man crash into the ice in another ship, which could explode. So, during the fight, there's a point where, just before it explodes, Metal Sonic decides he's going to turn good, saves the president and the old man, and then he's hit by falling debris. Mm. Knocked into a volcano, which Sonic then dives in to try and save him in. Now, this whole end sequence... If you've ever seen episode one of Star Wars, and no, episode three of Star Wars, where, An- the Sith. Yeah, where, where Anakin Skywalker is in the magma. I have the high ground. I have the high ground. You I've were ne- supposed to be the chosen one. I've never seen Revenge of the Sith. It's like the only Star Sure. That and the new ones are the only ones I haven't seen. But that whole sequence appears to be, and I know that, it, you know, the idea of someone dying, but even the way it's framed seems to have been taken whole cloth from Sonic the movie <laughs> which I never thought I'd say about Star Wars but it, it's very very similar in the way that they're lying down the way that they're how they're crippled mm. is very similar yeah Metal Sonic's lost his like, both legs and, and one arm yeah yeah and it seems to be the same arm and leg like well obviously the same legs but the same arm that Anakin did and the way he's climbing up the thing like towards Obi-Wan is the same as that Metal Sonic is climbing up the volcano to Sonic and then slaps his hand away and goes there is only one Sonic and the crap voice acting there for uh, Metal Sonic is actually done by some dude who worked at ADV Studios not as a voice actor just as the some janitor. yeah just <laughs> some guy because they I suppose yes. they didn't want to pay a guy for for that one line but still I am some guy they could have they could have gotten one of the other professional voice actors to do a different voice. voice yeah you know it would have been better than that I mean Christ as I say Edwin Neal is the Robotnik and the president so mm. it's not like they didn't think of doing that i don't know why they just didn't do it for uh, yeah anyway so he dies in a semi-heroic fashion and now i got vibes off when he dies terminator 2 yeah it's definitely got a lot of that as well he just doesn't do the thumb up that would have been cool so now we're in the finale the very end part everyone's cheering that you know at least we've survived robotic then turns up proud of himself holding a cd i've got all of sonic's data in here so long as i've got this i can create another even stronger hyper metal sonic the tortoise that he shot out earlier oh my chekhov's gun returns at this point bites the cd and explodes blowing up the cd and cooking robotnik Knuckles then punches Sonic in the head because Sonic actually jumped on his head earlier in the film and then runs off. Sonic gives chase, Tails then gives chase and everyone's, it ends up in basically the sequence where everyone is chasing after Sonic. 
all arguing about what they want at this particular point in time. Sonic then just goes, right, I'm done with this. I'm out of here, Knuckles, and sprints into the screen, whiting out, and then we get to the end credits. And that's film over. Mm. Okay, so it's a a bit tumultuous. The ending isn't, like, a resolution as such. It's just... Well, if this was meant to be the pilot of a season... Yeah, I can imagine why it doesn't feel like a finale as such. Now, the end song is called Lookalike. I wish to read you the lyrics of Lookalike, if you wouldn't mind. Do do go ahead. Now, a lot of songs sound... The lyrics are kind of poetic. Mm. They read like poetry. So I'm going to do this not singing it, because I can't sing anyway. Is this this literally going to just be like... You are a lookalike, but metal. You wish it was that good. Now, the oh boy, <laughs> this is the probably the look, you know how this film is a bit random. Mm. So in that regard, the song fits quite well. Right. Um, so the song "Lookalike" is performed by Ryu Kanaka and composed by Mitsuhiro Tada. The full song has never had an official release. However, in 2020, August last year. The full version of the song was finally discovered by a crew member who worked on the movie, revealing that the song is over four minutes long. Now, Jesus. I, I have the English lyrics here. They won't take me four minutes to go I'm through say, them. You're not going to read the whole four minutes, are you? I'm going to read all the lyrics, but it won't take me four minutes to get through them because there's a lot of instrumental and stuff like that in okay. the song. And obviously they're lyricing it, whereas I'll just talk it. So, <clears throat> a little bit of culture, ladies and gentlemen. On a Sunday, riding my bike, I notice, I notice... Different things that look alike. On a Sunday, riding my bike, I notice, I notice many, many things that look alike. Ice and water, steak and cow. Autumn this year and last year. You could laugh. Spark and burn, rain and cloud. A, B, C, D. Tuesday, Wednesday, so is Friday. How about moons and headlights? What, what I say and what Thursday. <laughs> Just so is Friday. What I say and what I think. A, B, C, D, E, F. A short while ago, I was born, and I memorized quite a lot of names. On this planet, drinking my coffee, I notice... I notice different things are alike. On this planet, drinking my coffee, I notice... I notice many, many things that are alike. Air and oxygen, money in middle, starting speech... History and history books, A, B, C, D. Night and universe, human ocean, foot in pool. Imagery, and in real life, A, B, C, D, E, F. A long time ago, one caveman had a busy life, making tons of names. <laughs> I love that line. <clears throat> On a Sunday, riding my bike, I notice, I notice, different things that look alike. On a Sunday, riding my bike, I notice, I notice, many, many things look alike. Everything is born from this planet. A number, a TV, even thoughts that entertain. I can't even imagine what (laughs) tune you would sing this to. Everything came out of this planet. A boyfriend, a pencil, even your new videos. (laughs) A boyfriend, a pencil. (laughs) And everything is on this planet riding my bike. I notice, I notice, different things are alike. And I'll just do the last one. On this planet, riding my bike, I notice, I notice, new and universal lookalikes. Does this person only notice things when on their bike? Uh, well, and drinking their coffee. And drinking their coffee? Oh, technically, they, it doesn't say they're not riding the bike when they're drinking their coffee. They could be doing both. That's a hazard. That is a hazard. That's a dukes of hazard. Uh, but uh, the things that look like steak and cow seems particularly mean. Like, mm. that's a dead cow, man. What yeah. the fuck? And the, my favourite one, though, is like... 
everything came out of this planet, a boyfriend, a pencil. Like, what's the connection? It's so bollocks. So pencil y- is long and thin, like a penis. Like a pencil. Some people have pencil dicks, I've yep. heard about it. Shall I read the Japanese lyrics? No, no. Because you can't speak Japanese. <laughs> no, but I know that they're the same, only because in the Japanese lyrics, even in the one, like, there's Romanji ones, which are basically English-sized version of the lyrics and not there are certain phrases that are still readable specifically a b c d and a b c d e f so they're clearly correct even though they make no sense in the the framing of the song but that's it that's my cultural reading of uh lookalike for you well done thank you Okay, so one last piece of trivia, and then we'll uh, we'll we'll nip this in the bud. South Island is mentioned in this quite a bit. Now, South Island is referenced in the games quite heavily, uh, specifically Sonic One, Sonic Two, Sonic Chaos, Sonic Labyrinth, and Sonic Fighters in the manuals. Mm. For Sonic One, Sonic Two, it's not mentioned in the game. So in Sonic Fighters, it is mentioned in Sonic One and Two. I said, in so- yeah, yeah. So in Sonic One and Two, it is in, in the, the manuals, manual. but it's also in the Japanese manuals. Um, and it's also in Sonic 1 and 2 on the Master System as well, in the manuals. Mm. However, there is one extra caveat on the Sonic 1 on the Master System. is that it's called South Island in the game, and you get an overworld map. Mm. So the Master System version actually shows you the shape of South Island. Okay. And it's in water, it's not floating. That's the one caveat where you, right from the beginning you can see it. Jamie, what did you think of this film? Well, I... Watched it twice, I fell asleep twice. So you loved it? Um, Gripping. <laughs> it's really hard for me because I really like Sonic. I love the Sonic games. But I, I, I this just didn't do it for me. The voice acting's bad. Yep. The action is basic and boring, which I know what I'm expecting from a Sonic thing. I, I get it. But yeah, it just didn't do it for me. I think I'm. I think I'd have liked this a lot more if I was a kid. If I'd have seen this in '96, because I, I actually wanted to see this in '96 yeah. or '99, should I say, when it had its Western release. Sure, but I didn't. I'm a grown ass, thirty year old man seeing it now, and uh, this this just ain't it, pal. Interesting. Bad, terrible voice acting. Really yes, bad. So the, the voice acting is not good. That's not necessarily the fault of the original production. That's the fault of the dub, which is by ADV Films, who were notoriously bad. Oh, were they? Yeah, they. I mean, not the worst, but a lot of the sort of obvious staples of bad anime translations, a lot of those held true for ADV, even if they weren't started by them. And it, it does show that a couple of the voice actors in quotation marks in this, were clearly not actual professional voice actors. They were clearly the dude in the office who had a bit of spare two minutes. And ADV Films notoriously did things a little bit cheap. Mm. However, this film is now quite expensive to try and get. Yeah. Uh, I've got it on both VHS and DVD, and trying to get either copy now is quite hard. If you look on eBay, they go for relatively high numbers now. Because they're rare. Obviously, ADV Films went bust about 20 years ago, and nobody has taken... It's out of print, isn't it? Yeah, it's long out of print. So, I think that's pretty much everything on it, isn't it, really? So, apart from a couple of things. So, recommend. Would you recommend this film, Jamie? No. Um... No caveats? Only to the hardest of hardcore Sonic collectors. Okay. If you are a genuine if you're if you're a general fan yep. or like 
just a you know plays Sonic occasionally. No, if you're but a hardcore Sonic fan, maybe like I mean the hardest of like I don't think you sure. can even count it as a caveat because I'm talking right. I'm talking like the people who are so unhealthily obsessed with Sonic that they have attempted to fuck a hedgehog. I like this film, so now I feel bad, because now if I say I like this film, you're like, you fucked a hedgehog. (laughs) I I think that's completely accurate. Is Susie aware of this behaviour? Look, they don't come into our garden anymore. I think no. I I think no, Like unless you are like a hardcore collector, as in you are someone who owns every other piece of Sonic merchandise. Mm. Because, I mean, like you said, it's out of print. Like, that's how bad this is. No one's bought up the rights to it. To a Sonic film. it's just been left yeah. to go. The voice acting's terrible. The plot's terrible. It was a failed pilot for a thing anyway. And it's boring. That's the problem. It, it commits the worst crime that a film can commit. It's boring. See, I, I will disagree on the f- how boring it is. I didn't find it particularly boring. Though I, I tend to laugh at its worser elements, which isn't the same as being impressed with its worser elements. Yeah. I can recommend it, but it would be a heavy caveat. Yeah. Which would be for very hardcore Sonic fans, similar to yourself, I suppose. But the reason I'd recommend it, and actually put it as a, an official recommend, not like a, I'd barely count it, is because this is literally the only Sonic media from Japan before the big reset of Sonic Adventure. Which means yes, because they did Japan did Sonic X, didn't they? After Sonic Adventure, yes, but that yeah, very much inspired by a the art style of Sonic Adventure and b had its own canon and didn't connect at all we'll to get the original. There at some point, we will get there at some point. However, this is the like, uh, in the West we had Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog, and we had um, Sonic Underground. So- no, 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 we had Sonic the Hedgehog, which is known as Satam. Sonic Underground actually came out in '99, so it just was just after Sonic Adventure, but it didn't take its visual cues from it so it's still at least visually in the style of the like the 90s Sonic will we get to the abysmal Sonic boom at some point we will have to at some point uh, but this version of Sonic uh, is kind of the only one with a Japanese art style from that era mm. the only cav- the only difference to that actually is Sonic Mania Adventures the short animated sequences by Tyson Hess which are exceptionally good and they were obviously released to help advertise and sort of continue on the showcase from Sonic Mania. But Sonic Mania Adventures is, is it's far superior to this. Uh, but it's not trying to do the same thing. They're just they're, they're kind of comedic shorts, like classic animation of Bugs Bunny from like the 50s and that sort of thing. It's more in that vein. This film, I would recommend it to hardcore Sonic fans of a particular vintage. I don't oh. think, uh, yeah, I don't th- like. I don't think any new Sonic fans would like it. Anyone who's come on board in the last twenty years, so anyone who's young, who's twenty or younger, for certain, wouldn't like this film. They wouldn't recognise it. Anyone who grew up with Sonic from ninety one to ninety eight would probably get something out of this film, even if it's just nostalgia. And because of how rare that is for Sonic, I can't not recommend it. I actually think it's more than watchable, Mm. but I don't think it's great. It's not a great film, by a long margin. And I wish it were, because then I had been possession of something rare and cool, but at the moment I only have something in possession that might be rare. A half recommend from me, and a no recommend from Jamie, and two worst lines ever for the pot. Anything else you want to say, Jamie? No. 
Cool. Well, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, Happy New Year. We're doing a special episode tomorrow, which is a rundown of the last 2021, uh, (laughs) the last year of what we've done. Obviously, it's a relatively shorter year for us because we only started in October, but (laughs) it's at least a a chance for us to cover some of the stuff we've done before. Please do share us with your friends. Do uh, help us get our name out there. Do join us on our Discord and, you know, keep up with us on our RSS feed, on Spotify, on podbean on apple itunes on amazon on google and you can find all of that information on www.vgmovie.co.uk share that link around get us out there because we'd really love to do more of these for you and you know we enjoy doing this we'd like to have more discussion a bit more feedback so hopefully we'll chat to you guys soon happy new year and we'll catch you tomorrow see you next time guys see you next time Do not leave me any more messages. Sure. Don't you dare be saying I prefer Mario. Okay. Now that we're alone, ladies and gentlemen, Jamie has confessed to me something that he wouldn't even tell his own sainted mother, that, secretly, he believes that Pikmin is the greatest franchise in the known universe. So much so, he wishes there was a standalone movie of it that he could thoroughly recommend. He stated before that he only recommended Welcome to Raccoon City because he felt compelled to support new Resident Evil cinema, but it was only in spite of the fact that there was none for his favourite series, Pikmin, of which he is in not only a fan community, but a conspiracy theory. And we've got to go, ladies and gentlemen. Remember, Pikmin, it's where your heart and soul lies. Didn't do nothing. Yeah, sure. Got no proof?